welcome to the self learning podcast by dr shishma singh let us start discussion on unit 26 urban planning the phenomena of urban growth has resulted in an unplanned hazards and ugly urban settlements planning is therefore necessary to combat the menace of urbanization and its resultant problems an important function of planning in purely physical terms is the judicious use of land a scarce commodity in most urban areas and its rational and timely reservation for future use land planning is thus a very essential need the state governments have therefore to legislate upon planning and to ensure its implementation which is ultimately the responsibility of the urban governments the state governments have set up departments of town and country planning for this purpose in this unit we will learn all about the process of planning for a better future especially in the urban areas now let us discuss urban planning nature and scope urban planning is a preparation for future action it is a conscious process of selecting and developing the best course of action to accomplish a definite objective urban planning is a process by which the use of land is controlled and its development is regulated in public interest it involves both engineering and architectural problems the urban planning is a technique and method of development that contribute to the organization development and evolution of urban areas it contributes to their urbanizing environments based on the economic legal and aesthetic concepts and conditions in order to promote the welfare of the public and the quality of the environment it deals with the spatial incident of socio economic development over an urban space as lavis mumford defines City planning involves the consideration of human activities in time and space on the basis of the known factors about place, work and people. It involves the modification and relocation of various elements of the total environment for the purpose of increasing their services to the community. And it calls for the building of appropriate structure. dwellings industrial plants market waterworks dams bridges villages cities to house the activities of a community to assist the performance of all its needful functions in a timely and orderly fashion planning has both social and economic aims socially successful planning tends to make people's life happier facilities states social intercourse and has visual attractiveness
a proper spatial relationship between the communities in a region and the constituent parts of a town, compactness of development and an efficient arrangement of communication, routes all results in human activities being carried out on more efficiently and less wasteful and thus create wealth. In a town or city, there are large numbers of activities going on whether sub somebody directs them or not. Houses are constructed, shops are opened, markets flourish, schools and hospitals are built and roads are widened or new roads opened. All these activities will go on whether we have town planning or not. If there is no planning, what may happen is that before roads are built, houses may be constructed and houses may be occupied before water supply and drainage facilities are provided. Urban planning and town planning considers each one of these in improvements and relates them to the community and the city as a whole to see what is likely to happen not only in the immediate future but over a reasonably long period of time. Actually, the urban planning is concerned with a wide range of issues and problems such as problem of providing the adequate housing facilities, employment, schools, parks and playgrounds, good transportation facilities and utilities and services for the increasing urban population in the large number of towns and cities which exist today and are likely to come up in the future. These problems require constant and continuous planning instead of piecemeal planning at different levels. The urban planning cannot be seen in isolation. Rather, the problem of urban planning is related with the entire region and thus there is a need for a regional approach to urban planning. It is equally important to coordinate the growth of rural areas with the future development of towns and cities to form an integral part of a balanced region. Regional approach should attempt to reduce the socio-economic imbalance between the urban and the rural areas and between different parts of the country. This requires the taking up of regional development plans along with the preparation of the master plans for towns and cities. Regional and urban planning therefore is closely related with each other. Regional planning basically deals with the physical planning of towns and cities and the countryside. It may be used with reference to an extension of town planning. It may include the general planning of resources. Patrick Giddies and the Lewis Mumford have written about the regional planning and development 
as a prerequisite to any social planning or town planning. The term region applies to an area with certain characteristics often mere size by virtue of which it is adopted as a suitable unit for some particular purpose of business and administration. It is also an area which is homogeneous with respect to some particular set of associated conditions, whether of the land or of people such as industry, farming, distribution of population, commerce or general sphere of influence of a city. A reason in general terms is in envisaged as a natural unit in contrast to the artificial unit created for the administrative purposes. A town planner should be an expert in the area of land use planning. He should utilize the minimum extent of land required for expansion of towns and thus preserve valuable land for some other purpose. Here again a regional study would help the planner regarding his limitations in planning for the development of any two town or city in the region. The present day town planner faced with the problem of expanding our cities for locating additional houses, industries, public buildings and recreational facilities is at the same time facing problems like shortage of farmland, ill effects of deforestations, ribbon development along highways, imbalance in rural and urban life and so on. He has to approach the problem at the regional basis before going to the expansion of any existing town or city or building any town in that particular region. Urban planning thus is a very broad concept and includes not only planning of street, houses and a few civic buildings, but if town planning to be effective and creative has to start from the village and cover the entire country. At the city level, the town planners seeks to serve the interest of not only one community or one town, but several communities individually as well as in relation to one another and utilizes the resources of the city to the best advantage of land optimum utilization by all the communities of that area. Urban planning takes place within a national framework. Planning gains its power through its embodiment in the legislation and regulation which forms a part of the legal apparatus which can vary from country to country. Secondly, the implementation of the planning occurs through the administrative system, which again varies considerably across different, different countries of the world. Urban planning should not be only politically and socially culturally feasible, but it should be environmentally, economically, 
technologically, physically, fiscally, and infrastructure-wise also feasible. Since the city and its environs cannot grow as fast as the growth of the urban population and human activity, urban planning is a must. Congestion and overcrowding of homes, the poverty and unemployment, the high incidence of deviant social behavior, the growth of substandard settlements and squatter colonies, the shortage of housing, lack of community facilities and public utilities are some of the symptoms of faulty planning in urban areas. Now let us wind up the session and take rest. Thank you very much for engaging yourself with the self-learning podcast.